This call is being recorded.
Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Andrew. Who's with me on the call? Hey, Andrew. I'm um, I'm on for just a second before I start to. I'm trying to figure something out. I can't. You can not hear music or anything, can you? No. Okay. Let me see. I'm trying to figure out why, and I'm not sure why. Let me see. Did it put you on a different track? Wait, I think I think I figured it out. Hold on. I'm sorry. You still can't hear music? No, I just hear you. No. Because usually nobody is on this early. Yeah. And so when I didn't hear anything, I automatically thought it. <laughs> no, I, I thought it was probably Deborah Evans. Oh, just, okay. Just, uh, <laughs> called in and then just put herself on mute. Okay. Well, somebody else is here. Good morning. You still can't hear us. I'm stuck on it. Good morning, Dion. Good morning, everybody. Deidre. Hey. Hey, Deidre. good morning. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, everyone. We're three minutes away from top of the hour. Right. Okay, so I'm disconnecting. I'm going to try to figure it out on my end. That that means it's going to be an issue on the radio. That's what I'm trying to avoid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Happy Friday to Clear Victory. My name is Andrew. Who's with me on this call? Good morning. <laughs> God bless you, Sister Yvonne. Good to hear you. God bless you this morning. Hope you have a happy Friday. Is there anyone else that joined us? Good morning, it's Susie. Hey, Sister Susie, happy Friday. Same to you, Brother Andrew. How's my good buddy Rick? Rick's doing, doing? Rick's doing real, real well. You know, we won't find out anything more until when, if he has to have surgery, when it'll be until next month. So. Okay. But but the prayers are still going up. So. Yeah. Yeah, I really appreciate all the prayers you guys are sending up for him. Okay. Well, remember remember what the, what the old folks used to say. He may not come when you want him, but he's always right on time. Amen. <laughs> so, so true. So, so maintain that expectancy. Yeah, I have faith in God, you know. 
Because mm-hmm. as long as you trust and believe in what you asked for, you have it. And I really appreciate all your prayers. Mm-hmm. Hey, no problem. We're duty bound. Good morning, Good morning Diane. Diane. Hey, Diane. Happy Friday to you. Happy Friday, everyone. It's a happy Friday to clear victory. It's Men's Day. My name is Andrew. Who's with me on the call? Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go ye know, and the way ye know. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. We're on that road of truth this morning at Declare Victory. My name is Andrew. Who's joining me on the call? Good morning, Andrew. It's pretty Patrice. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, pretty Patrice. If you had known me, you should have known my father also. And from henceforth, ye know him and have seen him. The happy Friday to clear victory. My name is Andrew. Who's with me on the call? Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the father and it sufficeth us. Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how seest thou then? Show us the Father. Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak out of myself. But the Father that dwelleth in me the works. Good morning, it's Deborah Evans. Good morning. Hey, Deborah Evans. Good morning. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, you too. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or, the, or believe me for the very word's sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. It's a happy Friday to clear victory. My name is Andrew. We pursue the truth here. Who's with us on the call? Good 
Good morning, it's Kenya. Good morning. Happy Friday, sister. Happy Friday. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. I'll read that again. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. The word of the Lord is powerful and pure. And this is a happy Friday to clear victory. My name is Andrew, who's with me on the call. Hey, what's up, brother Andrew? This is um, Mona. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Mona. Happy Friday. Good morning, Barbara Adelodi. God bless everyone. Happy Friday. Hey, happy Friday. And God bless Rodi too. Amen. Good morning, Suzanne. Happy Friday. Hey, Yvette. Happy Friday. Well, it's five after the hour, and that's our time to get started. So I'm going to ask everyone under the sound of my voice to please check your phone. Make sure the mute feature is depressed and activated. So as the word of God is going forth and doing the work that it shall accomplish, no ambient noise or background distraction can impede its progress. We want everyone to be blessed. My name is Andrew, and I'm your host for this morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. I'm so glad that everyone is joining us this morning. Who are we? This is who we are. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we are here to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Today is Men's Day, where only men are scheduled in a lineup to bless you. And be sure to stay with us for the rest of the month for the monthly theme entitled The Faith Factor. You don't want to miss the messages, the lessons, and the heart shares that will be brought to you by our wonderful and gifted declarers. Two announcements are before us this morning. Firstly, if you've been blessed by the call and you would like to sow into it, please visit us at www.declare.com victory.org or go to www.paypal.me slash declare victory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We'd like everyone to please check your phone. Again, make sure the mute's depressed. There's coughing in the background. Thank you much. Brother Andrew, uh, if I'm scared, you're not this morning. Uh, I'm sorry? 
I said, this is Brother Jeff. If I'm scheduling the uh, prayer this morning, could you get someone to fill in for me, please? Uh, yes, sir. Thank you. Secondly, please join us right here on this same call tonight from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for Friday Night Live, hosted by Didi Felder. The title of the call is His Grace is Sufficient. There were no prayer requests on the online app submitted this morning, but there are several prayer requests that are still outstanding and ongoing. Firstly, we're still praying for Rick and his healing uh, for the vow procedure coming up. This is Sister Susie's husband, and we're keeping him lifted before the Lord because we are still believing in his healing. We're still keeping Sister Julia, who is warring on the front lines of the disadvantaged and the hurting uh, people that are hungry, people that are needing shelter, etc. And with Dorian heading to make an impact in the Carolinas, uh, there will be people on that side that are going to be in need as well. And so we're praying that the Lord strengthen and keep her in that good work and provide her the resources that she needs. We're still lifting up the children. We're still lifting up everybody that's vulnerable, but especially the children, the people that are trafficking in, in them, the children themselves are out and about with more boldness. So we're praying protection for those children that are still being sent to bus stops by themselves with no adult supervision or protection. We're still praying for the ones that are being detained in the concentration camps. We're still praying for those that are being hurt and abused at home, those that are hungry, those that are being bullied, those that are just being neglected. We're praying for the elderly. We're praying for those that are incarcerated. We're praying for those that are feeling hopeless. We're still praying for the lost. We're praying for the government officials and those wicked and evil individuals that don't fear God or regard man and are doing harm for filthy lucre. There's so much to pray for, and your heart could get heavy if there was no hope, but we bend our knee and bow before the throne of all hope. And so as we approach the throne of our Heavenly Father, please keep these items in mind. The order of the call is as follows. The declaration will be rendered by Brother Marcus. I will be leading prayer and corporate praise in the stead of Brother Jeff. That order once again. The declaration will be brought by Brother Marcus, and I will lead prayer and corporate praise in the stead of Brother Jeff. Again, please check your phone to make sure the mute feature is depressed immediately following the corporate praise. The next voice you hear will be that of Brother Marcus when he would be leading the discussion in love, life, and victory on his declaration. 
and answering any questions that may arise. The next voice you hear will be that of Brother Marcus. My name is Andrew Hart. I now pass the call. God bless you all. God bless you, Brother Andrew. Can you hear me well? Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Good morning, everyone. Um, thank you for such a great greeting um, push off this morning. Once again, everybody, if you could just check your phone and make sure that it is muted. I know some of us many times we try to just be quiet on the call rather than pressing mute. But trust me, um, when you actually mute your phone, it actually helps because sometimes, you know, noise does happen. and You know, we forget we're on mute or whatever the case may be. So if you just be kind enough to just mute your phone, it, it really does make a difference uh when the flow when the call does flow um seamlessly and the word is uninterrupted so thank you so much for your co cooperation with that um i'm going to jump right in on the word that i have to share with you this morning um of course the theme this month is uh faith factor and so i'm going to go ahead and jump right in i'm going to give you the scripture that i'm going to be reading because i'm going to start and lead out with that uh john saint john St. John 11 and 1 through 17. I want to actually read it. So if you want to turn there or find it on your phone or your iPad, computer, whatever you're looking at, or, you know, for those of you who actually have your Bible in front of you, um, it's good to have that. So for a couple of reasons, number one, you can follow along. Uh, and number two, um, you can actually see the word for yourself rather than just uh just hearing me read it, it makes it come alive even more. So St. John 11 and 1 through 17. All right, y'all ready? Here we go. So wake it up now. I want you to really hear this. This is so important. Let's talk about faith. All right. St. John 11, 1 through 17. Now here it is. Let's read it together. Now you, you, you read silently while I read out loud. Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. Uh, it was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was ill. Okay, uh, so the sisters sent to him saying, Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, this illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God. So the son of God may be glorified through it. Now, I want you to pay attention to this part right here. Verse 4, this illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God. So the Son of God may be glorified through it. Um, that's crucial to the story for those of you who already know it. But trust me, if you're reading this, it, it comes alive much more. All right, verse 5. Now, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard, verse six, when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Make sure you, you understand this right here. Verse six. So when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Now, let me just point out for those who didn't catch that, Jesus was not there when Lazarus um, was ill. He was away from them. And when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed two more days longer. <laughs> wow. So seven, verse seven. Then after this, he said to the disciples, let us go to Judea again. Okay. Um, the disciples said to him, Lord, 
if he has fallen asleep, he will recover. Now, Jesus had spoken of his death, but they thought that he meant taking rest in sleep. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus has died. And for your sake, I'm glad that I was, I was not there so that you may believe. But let us go to him. Now, that sounds a little callous, doesn't it? Like, it sounds like you don't care. about. Yeah, I, I told you about his death. Um, he died. And for your sake, I'm glad I wasn't there so, so that you may, may believe. But you'll see in a minute. So verse 17, now when Jesus came, he found that Lazarus had, been, had already been in the tomb four days. All right, let's jump in. I'm going to ask you a question. I guess a thought-provoking question. Why is it so hard for us to believe the word? Why is it so hard? And I want you to think on that. Why is it so hard for us to believe when we hear someone speak a word? And yes, you may say, um, I do believe when I hear the word. But do you really? Um, I think there's a few reasons why we don't actually believe the word believe uh, uh, people speaking a word. It could be because we don't believe the person that's speaking it or, um, you know, it's like we believe based on who's, who's, who's talking at the time. Um, and I know we should kind of like decipher um, whether they're telling the truth or if they're interpreting it correctly, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but when you know the word for yourself and you still have a problem believing, then there's, there's a different issue here, right? Uh, there is a very distinct difference, however, between believing and knowing, okay? Now, I'm not saying what some of you may think I'm saying. Just follow me for a minute. There's a difference between believing, like you believe in something, or you base, off, you base your, your, your faith off knowledge. Like, I know that because of prior experience or two plus two is four, you know. Um, I've seen it happen before sometimes, some, you know, I've, I've learned about this. I would say that the majority of us operate off of knowledge more than we operate by faith. Now, the Bible proclaims in Hebrews 11 and 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That's the New King James Version. But I want you to look, li listen to the uh, G&T Version. To have faith is to be sure of the things we hope for and to be certain of the things we cannot see. Did you catch what that just said? Did you? Yeah, yeah, okay. You may say I caught it, but how can you be sure of something you hope for and certain of something you can't see? Be sure of something you hope for and, 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 and certain of something you can't see. Okay, so... I've been working, I've been doing this um, part-time job at uh, The Gap um, with loss prevention. And uh, loss prevention, if, for those of you who don't know, it has to do with any kind of loss um, from the company. So it's internal, external. So uh, most of the things we've been dealing with is external, which is shoplifting and, and, and people outside of the company. Um, and so one of the things that they... Um, that is the basis of, of, of the work that I do with them is that um, you, you, that, that we cannot um, approach an individual um, in an effort to recover merchandise unless we have um, satisfied the four burdens of proof. And so um, it's like we have to prove that we know without a shadow of a doubt because we've seen it, 
Um, we know where it's hidden. We 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 know what you know how to describe it. All that kind of stuff. That, my friends, is not faith. Because you're that that's based on what I know, what I've seen. Um, you know, I can give it. I can describe it. I can tell you that you know that that's 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 not faith. That's knowledge. That's um, experiencing or that's being able to decipher, you know, based on this, 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 and this, I know. No, no, no. That's not faith. Now, the same way a child believes is the way we should believe. Because listen to this. If I was to tell some kids that if they kept their room clean and maintained a 3.0 GPA, that I'm going to take them to Australia on a trip, they would get excited because they believe that it's going to happen. They believe that it's going to happen. They would get excited just because they believe, just because I said it. They would get excited because they hope to be able to go. You must also understand that they can't see that day yet, but they are sure that it's going to happen. So as a result, they will work super hard to keep their room clean and make sure they work super hard to maintain that 3.0 GPA in school. And the difference between those kids and some of us is that most of us would ask things like, well, where's the money coming from? Well, how are we all going to get there? Well, is there a catch to it? No one has ever done anything for me before, so why should I believe you now? Notice the difference between how most children believe and some of us believe. Children believe and start putting things in motion. They believe and start doing. Faith makes you move on what you heard. Doubt makes you ask questions. Faith causes you to change your ways. Doubt causes you to maintain where you've always been because it's comfortable. Faith causes you to get up and start cleaning that room and working on those grades. Doubt causes you to lay in the bed for one more hour because no one is going to help you clean up. Faith inspires you to get up and start tackling the job. Doubt causes you to just continue the way you were by just getting by and don't worry about a higher GPA. Faith causes you to get your hands on the pencil and paper and start studying. Doubt impresses upon you to sit back and wait for something to look like it's happening before you start working for what was promised. Isn't it interesting how we go to work for a company and may have never met the owners or the people actually paying us, but we will get up and go to that job because we believe they will deposit that money into our bank account or have a pay or have a check for us on payday. Why is it so hard, I ask, for us to believe the word or the person speaking the word? But Marcus, you don't understand that Australia is so far and there's no way that we can make that happen. It costs too much to go, so it won't happen. There's no way I can raise my grades because it's too hard. This room is impossible to clean because it will take a long, long time. Faith-filled people don't sit and wait for something to happen. They get up and go. Okay, okay, so I hear you thinking. You're saying, well, seeing is believing. That is totally against true faith. With true faith, believing is seeing. Did you hear that? Did you catch that? True faith, believing is Theme, to be certain of what we hope for. I'm certain. I hope for it, so I'm certain. I'm sure because of my hope. I'm certain even though I don't see it yet. Just because the word said it, says it, 
I believe it. That is how faith works. Just because the word says it, I believe it. Not blind faith, but hopeful faith. Faith is seeing something when there is nothing there to prove that. What's crazy is there are so many fake news stories on Facebook that people just believe and take as true, and so they share it with all their friends. The weatherman could say that it's going to be a sunny, warm day, and we will not wear jackets because of what the weatherman said. Now, I'm not saying that you should not believe what the weatherman said, because God has gifted those who watch and read weather reports to be able to make a prediction based on the reports they see and give us what they believe will be the weather. What I am saying is, how dare us believe the weatherman before we Morning. believe what the word of God says? How y'all doing? Today? Sorry, you, you need to you need to leave your line. Please mute, mute your line. Thank you. All right. So I was saying, uh, God gifted those who watch and read weather reports to be able to make a prediction based on the reports they see and give us what they believe will be the weather. What I am saying is, how dare us believe the weatherman before we believe the word of God says? I was saying, how dare us believe more in Facebook news articles and take more time reposting fake articles on Facebook than we do putting our faces in the book or putting our faith in our church, faith in our pastors and leaders, fixing our faces and our faith enough to log out of social media and log on to God's life plans for us and plug in to the vision of where we want to be years from now. Have you ever thought that maybe the things you're waiting to happen, God is waiting on you to jump in so that it can come alive? The very things you may be complaining about may actually be God speaking to you to tell you to get up and make it happen. So here we have Jesus in this very unique situation where Lazarus, a very close friend of Jesus, has died. People are mourning Lazarus' death. Okay? Stay with me. People are mad at Jesus because he could have come sooner, healed him, and kept him alive. And I'm praying for those of you here today um, who are under the sound of my voice who are in pain because of a situation that you believe is dead. The only reason you're still there is because you're trying to stay committed to it. You're in a relationship with someone and you're just there because you're, you're trying to do what you think is right. No, you need to believe in the relationship in order for it to work. You have to have faith in order to be faithful. Now, some people are only going to church because they think it's the right thing to do. They're only doing things on the program because truthfully, well, the church needs help and, help, and I'm just doing it until someone else comes along or it gets built up and then I'm out. I don't really believe that God is using me to do the job. I'm just doing it to help. I'm just doing it because no one else is. Now, let me just help you out with that. God doesn't need our help or our gifts. He wants us to have faith. He wants us to believe that he has equipped us and believe that what we are equipped with Believe that we are equipped with what is needed to make some things happen. God wants us to believe that things will get better and that belief should make us get up and behave differently. Let's get back to what's happening here in the Word. What's the purpose of this miracle? Okay, the purpose of this miracle is in verse 4. For the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified by it. 
This is to put his glory on display so that people might believe, and some actually did, and some who already believed had their faith strengthened. Now, a little context, right? Okay, follow this for a second. Listen to this. I want you to hear this. I'm almost done. Listen. This is the seventh miracle John records in his gospel. The seventh, okay? You do know that seven is God's perfect number. But let me explain something to you. The other six miracles, turning water to wine, uh, healing, uh, healing the noble, noble man's son, restoring the impotent man, multiplying loaves and fish, walking on the lake, and giving sight to the blind man, and now number seven, now, now number seven, giving life to a dead man. So is this the first time Jesus raised someone from the dead? No, it is not. We have two others that are explicitly indicated in the New Testament gospel. In the gospel of Mark, Jesus raised Jairus' daughter, who when he started the encounter with Jairus was only sick, but she did die. And he raised her immediately. Follow me now. And then there's the account in Luke's gospel of the funeral procession of the son of widow of Nain. And while the funeral procession is headed to the place of internment, Jesus stops the procession and raises that dead son. Okay, but watch this. In both of those cases, they are recent deaths. So we could assume that they had been very little time for decay. But in the case of Lazarus, by the time Jesus comes to the grave to find Lazarus there, verse 17 says he's already been dead for four days. Now, I don't think I need to be graphic to describe what a four-day-old lifeless corpse would look like, right? This sets the miracle of the raising of Jesus, uh, I'm sorry, this sets the miracle of the raising of Lazarus apart from all the other resurrections because of the very evident decay. And there was a kind of tradition among the Jews that the spirit of a person hovered over the body for a first couple of days and then vacated. So even in their tradition, if that's a legitimate tradition, there would have been the sense that this is a real death and that whatever spirit may have hovered was long gone. Do you understand that? So, 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 so in essence, the other times when Jesus raised people from the dead, they were only dead for like a day, maybe two. But here Lazarus has been dead for four days, and, 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 and the only way that he could actually come back to life was by some miracle, and everyone was aware of that. So how will God be glorified? Because when people see Lazarus up and walking around, they believe that it was only God that did that. God wants you to believe that when all the so-called evidence points to an impossibility, that is faith. Faith is when there is no proof or evidence to substantiate your belief, but you believe it anyway. Not because it's scientifically proven or something like it has happened before, but quite the opposite. God specializes in doing things that seem impossible. What's dead in your life that's been buried and God says it's time now to call it forth? What dream of yours has been assassinated by people who are standing at a distance from you, but they're keeping close enough to aim a shot and shoot it down in case you try to bring it up and resurrect it? What thing do you believe that people are trying to say you're crazy and you should just give up? Whatever it is, it's time to trust God and believe that he has the power to make something out of nothing.
My prayer for you is that whatever it is that's dead in your life, you are able to allow God to raise it up and that you're able to do the work to get it done. God can do the impossible. If you think it's impossible, it's just right for God. It's just right. It's, a, it's an opportunity. Man's inability, as they say, is God's opportunity. It's an opportunity for him to show off. It's an opportunity for him to show up. It's an opportunity for for him, for, for you allow him to prove um it's it's an opportunity to prove to people around you, I'm sorry, to prove to people around you or people that don't believe or people that doubt, um, prove to them that miracles do exist and that God is real and God has power and that only God can do um, what seems impossible. Um, I pray your faith is strengthened. I pray your, um, I pray your uh, ability to trust in the word and Trust in what you hear and go to the Bible and read it and find scriptures to substantiate your faith. And remember that um, faith is supported by hope and belief. It's not supported by proven facts and all that stuff. So um, I pray this blesses you. And I'm going to pass the call to the first prayer, to the prayer warrior. um, And we will pick up the discussion uh, following the corporate praise. God bless you. As I pass the call. Our Father, our God, our Creator, He who crafted the universe with His hand, Holy Father, we bow our spirits before Your throne and we thank You for who You are. We thank You for what You are. We thank You for how You are. We thank You for Your power. We thank you for your reign and rule. We thank you for the truth you are, Father. We thank you that you are he who openeth and no man shutteth, and you are he who shutteth and no man openeth. We thank you, Father, for the gift of life that you gave us, Father. Thank you for your love and care in seeing us rise this morning from our beds, Father, clothed in our right mind with a reasonable portion of health, Father, that we are aware of who we are and we are aware of whose we are this grand morning. Thank you, Father, for seeing us to the end of the week. Thank you, Father, for blessing us with our daily bread today, Father. We have the faith that you gave us that when you promised that you would add these things to us, Father, our clothing, our shelter, our food, that we don't have to take that as an if. You gave it to us, Father, and we trust and believe with hopeful praise that you are true to your word. We thank you, Father, for the power that backs that word, that we have no doubt whatsoever that you will do exactly what you say. We thank you, Father. We thank you for your word that we can stand on, Father, that we can lean on, Father, that we can stand under for protection, Father. We can stand behind, Father, for clearing our path. And, Father God, we can drink the living water that comes from it, 
to refresh our spirits when the world weighs us down and when warring against the enemies of the of that word makes us weary father we can strengthen ourselves with the bread of life father god we thank you for who you are father god we thank you for where you put us the days and times are evil father god and we get weary in our bodies and we get drained in our spirits father but you are our source strength you are our wisdom father and you are our protection and we travel under your will and way and father god we just thank you for how you navigate our steps daily in and around trouble father near and to your people for fellowship father for guidance father for correction and just togetherness father god because you did not create us to be isolated you created us to be in fellowship with each other because you said they would know that we knew you by the way we loved each other father god let that love blaze hot father for each other so that we can restore those that feel left out that we can draw those that feel abandoned we can draw them to us and to the cross father that we may all serve you and serve the people around us because the people around us are hurting father there are those that are homeless there are those father that are being overlooked because people care more for the health of animals than the people sleeping under the elements father god there are children that are being caged and abused and it seems like no one cares father but we call upon the lord of glory who said suffer the little children and forbid them not for such is the kingdom of heaven father god we call on your power we call on your reign and rule father to make that difference to send your children father to send your angels which see your face every day to protect those that can't protect themselves father god there are those that are nearest death father who don't know you we're asking you father to send your children with a word in season to those hearts father that are in danger and don't know it those that are in danger of taking their own life because they feel the way is too hard father god send someone in the name of jesus to speak to them father that they may be spared and they may be saved and know the beauty and the fellowship with the holy god father we ask that you remember those that are in need of a healing touch we lift before you rick father god we ask that you remember him and all those that have heart conditions those that have conditions of the blood those that have conditions of the digestive system those that have neuromuscular disorders those that have arthritis diabetes lung problems father whatever the case may be 
with your stripes we are healed. You and your son, through the love that they have towards us, the creature, the creator, Father God, has made the way. And we ask, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you extend that healing touch to those that cry out and those that are cried out for by proxy. Father God, we need you. We can't do this without you. There's no way. We can't do this without you. But we call on you out of love, out of faith, and of need, Father, that you come speedily and make no tarrying. Father God, we ask that you look about the government, Father. There are men who don't fear you and don't regard the people that they are elected to serve. And abuses run high, Father. But again, we travel under your protection and our steps are ordered by you. And we ask you, Father God, to remind them that they are but men, that you reign and rule in the affairs of men. In these days and times, Father, you are the power, you are the way, you are the truth, and you are the life. Father God, your children here call out to you, but you gave us the prescription that if your people called by your name shall humble themselves and pray, seek your face and repent, then you would hear from heaven, forgive the sin and heal the land, Father. There is much sin in the land, Father, and the land is in need of healing. But we have faith, Father, that by your word, you have told us what we need to do to fix what is broken. And we trust you, Father, and we love you, Father, and we strive to please you, Father. Forgive us of all our sins. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness, Father, that our prayers not be hindered, and that when we call on your name, Father, in the day of trouble, you will hear and deliver. Father God, there is no question of your love. There is no question that your ear is attuned to the prayers of your children. And there is no doubt that when we call upon you, you will hear us. And we call upon you now, Father. Through our heart's pain, Father, through the joy that is our salvation, Father God, through the strength of the lives we have, that you blessed us with, we call on you, Father God, to save, to protect, to heal, to enlighten, and to draw, Father God. And as we take our phones off mute, we call upon your name, Father God, in praise and glory. We know who you are, Father, and we love you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We praise you, Father. Hallelujah. We praise you for your power. We praise you, you for your strength. We praise Hallelujah. you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Thank you, Thank you for the breath of life, O God. Thank you for the Thank you. 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 Thank you.
And we
Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your mercy. Hear your children, Father. Thank you. Hear your children call, Father. Yeah, we'll. Yeah, we'll. Equip us, Father. Thank you. Have you laid before us, Father. That we may need, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you that you can it. You can it. You can it. You can it. You can You You Thank you, may your will be done, Lord. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We you, Father. We bless your name, Father. Send your spirit forth, Father. Yes. Bless your name, Father. Thank you, Thank you for your mercy. Thank you. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you, Father. Father God, we thank you for your mercy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for strengthening us, Father. We thank you for lifting us when we need lifted. We thank you for your chastisement, Father, when we step out of life, Father. We thank you for your gifts, Father. If we use them for your glory, Father, bless and bless those with the increase that receive the gifts we give. Thank you, Father. Help us to benevolent hearts, Father. We are always equipped to help and serve. Oh, Father God, thank you, Father, for your forgiveness. And as we are cleansed by the blood anew, Father, bless us as we go out this day. Give us traveling mercies, Father to go out and to return and help us to do what you have accomplished us to do and bless us every step of the way. These are the blessings we ask in Jesus' name and for his sake we pray, amen. That has the call. Amen, hallelujah. Thank you, God. Bless you, Lord. Thank you all for your uh, uh, joining in on the prayer and corporate praise. Uh, thank you, uh, Andrew, for leading the prayer this morning. I pray uh, someone was blessed and spirit lifted and you're feeling your faith has been elevated. Um, all right, let's jump right in. Any takeaways from the declaration today? Any questions? Any um, any aha moments? Anybody want to share uh, what you got from the declaration today? All right. Good morning. Uh, Good morning. It's Juliet. Uh, yes, hi. How are you doing? Good, good. I enjoyed your declaration. Um, the thing that stood out to me when you were breaking down the difference between faith and doubt, I like that line where you said faith calls you to act where uh, doubt calls you to question. Mm-hmm. was an aha moment for me, you know. Yeah. Uh, start examining, like, when I have those questions running through my mind, 
Is it me over, uh, just over and uh, analyzing the situation? Um, or is it actually that I'm, you know, not walking in faith? Or is it, you know, is God really speaking to me in that situation? So it may just make me think about some things when it pertains to faith. So, I, yeah, that was the line that really stood out to me. Yeah, yeah, you definitely want to ask. Now that that's a legitimate question. When you're asking questions like "Is this God or is this me?" Definitely ask those questions. But when it causes you, once you know it's God, or you know, once you know that it's substantiated by the Word, it's supported by what God, you know, what God has said. If if you know God said it, or if you're not sure God said it, go back to the Word of God. Go back to the Bible. Find a scripture that supports what 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 you believe, you know, what you heard or what you believe, you know, and once you find that scripture, then, Hey, I may not see proof or evidence, but this is what the word says. The word says this, 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 and that. So I'm going to, I'm going to stand on that. And, and one thing about it is, um, I love about God is that if we're ever off path, he always has a way of bringing us back. So, you know, even if, you know, we're, 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 we're you know, wherever, we are, God has a way of guiding us to where we need to be. So just, you know, trust the word. When you don't know it's God, just trust the word, you know. Good stuff, good stuff. Anyone else? No one else? All right this morning? All right. <laughs> All right. Um, I do Amen. Good, morning. Good morning. Good morning. This morning. pretty Patrice. Wonderful declaration on this morning. We just thinking. That's all. <laughs> no problem. No problem. I'm, I'm not pushing nobody. I mean, we got to give the we opportunity. We got to stand on his word. Amen. <laughs> we have to stand on his word and ask ourselves, what does the word say? And yeah. stand on that, as you said. So thank you so much for your declaration on this morning. Very, very enlightening. Sure, sure. Thank you so much. Um, I'm not pushing anyone. If y'all don't have, you know, if nobody has anything to add to it, that's fine. There's no, no problem at all. We don't have to uh, push it. <laughs> I do want to bring out. Um, just want to repeat something that I kind of got out of this because. Um, you know, just because I'm the declarer doesn't mean I don't get something too. In fact, I should get something just as well as uh, those of you who hear what's being spoken. Um, one of the things that kind of got me was um, when I was, as I was going over this, was um, how this is the actual seventh miracle that Jesus had performed um in, in the other six, you know, compared to the other six, and also compared to the other people that he rose from the dead. Um, he rose the other two. Um, but in this one, um, there were so many things that, Jesus, that Lazarus had been dead four days, and um, it, 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 it went beyond the tradition of their belief that um, maybe the spirit was hovering over um, his body for a while. So that annihilated that tradition, and, and so there was no other thing to believe except that it was a miracle. It had to be a miracle. It had to come from somewhere where nobody had control over it. Um, so, 
you know, it's just amazing how God will um, sometimes make a situation that seems completely impossible and, and do something that will just kind of defy uh, what everyone already knows or believes to be a certain way. So um, God is just amazing like that. He knows how to um, confuse those who think they know everything or think they have it all figured out. Um, even us that, you know, once we get on our way, we'd be like, Ooh, I got it figured out. I know what, I know what this is. I know what to do. I know how, how God works. And then he does something that you'd be like, Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I didn't expect that. You know? So I just love God for that, for being so amazing and always blowing my mind with doing things in a way that I thought, um, was impossible. Anybody else have anything? Like I said, no pressure. We don't. Ain't no problem. Yeah, Mark, this is me again. <laughs> Juliet. Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. this is the thing you said that also stood out to me. You said there's a different, I mean, a distinct difference in believing and knowing. I might have got it wrong mm-hmm. when I heard it. Most of us operate by knowing and not faith. Can you kind of elaborate on that a little bit more? Sure. So, like I said, we, we operate off of what we know. So, in other words, like this, um, for example, when you look at your bank account um, and the direct deposit have gone through, I know the money is there, right, because I've seen it. I've seen the number. I haven't touched the money yet, but I trust what I've seen, so I, I know it. That's not faith. I've seen it, right? But faith is I don't even have to look at it. I don't need no proof or evidence. It's there. That's the difference. So, you know, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. That's good, that's good. Okay. Yeah. All right, I got it. Mm-hmm. So if you have to, if you have to see it, if you need somebody to tell you, <laughs> if you need to know, if you need, you know, scientific proof or evidence, then how is it faith? Faith is faith is when you don't faith just like the word says faith is the the substance of things hoped for it's 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 faith is I'm certain about what I'm hoping I'm hoping that I'm gonna be a, that I'm going to buy a house and I'm certain that it's gonna happen I'm sure it's gonna happen it's 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 the it's the um, substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things I've seen. So I don't see it, but I know it's there. You know, that's what it means. Right. Okay, that makes so much sense now. I mean, I, you know, because mm-hmm. um, the conversation yesterday kind of went, and and I was thinking when uh, Tanya was talking, and um, it just made me kind of further clarify. You just put it, articulated it better than I, I was thinking. But yeah, we operate more on like knowing, you know, uh, more on our five senses as mm-hmm. a word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's what we do. I see it, I know it, I feel it, I taste it, I touch it. <laughs> yeah, then I believe. Yeah, too. I mean, you know. <laughs> Rose concept. And she was talking yesterday yeah. about a child. You know, a child just believes whatever a parent tells them. You know, mm-hmm. place where you start seeing something different. So, yeah. you know, 
kids. That's why I can see now why God says, come to me like a child, because a child, they're just trusting. You know, they, they don't mm-hmm. see nothing. You say it's going to happen, it's going to happen. That's in their mind. But as we become adults, it's like, I got to see it. Mm-hmm. I got to feel it. I got to experience it. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that makes so much sense. We do. I pray by no. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, I think um, a lot of times it's because of us as adults. We've had so many experiences where people have said things and they went back on it, or you know, we, you know, from previous experience, people have let us down, or they, you know, or we've been disappointed ourselves, and so because of that, you know, our faith is is with us, you know. But um, when we can, when we can, you know look as a child and you know if you if you if i i remember one time i told my daughter we're um we're going to disneyland boy let me tell you she every day when we leave <laughs> i'm packing my bags right now um, she started putting stuff away she started thinking about what she was going to do when she get there she wasn't thinking oh how much money is going to cost um how are we going to get there um, you know, which way are we going to go? What what car are we going to take? Are we have enough gas? She wasn't thinking all that. She's just like, oh, we going. So I'm going to tell my friends we going. I'm going to tell everybody I know we going, you know? So, yeah, that's, that's, that's the difference. It's the faith of a child and the faith of some of us. But some of us even have childlike faith, and that's how we should operate, you know, um, in that instance. So. Yeah, yeah. Anybody else have anything? No pressure. Hey, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Was that somebody else? No, 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 I think that's me. Go ahead. Okay, yeah. I was just sitting here thinking that 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 childlike. That's how I don't never want to lose that of looking up to God and feeling like, um, you know, feed me, feed me, you know, um, and listen to what because I be feeling like that sometimes, like even when I be hearing the um word. You know, I could just, I, 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 I be listening. I could feel myself like that childlike, like you know, I'm listening to everything, you know, and but in the words, like as that's a good way to um, perceive it and, and and to do it, Mona. Like always, when you read it, I'm just you know, go into it, childlike. You are childlike, just putting it in and believe it, just believe it, because God said it. You know what I mean? Because your father said it. You know that type of that. That's why I just got out of with how you guys was um, discussing it. You know, what I'm saying just as you in it, just you know, continue to have that childlike um, hunger. You know, as I call it. You know what I'm saying? Wow, that was that's mm-hmm. I always be feeling sometimes that that childlike feeling within. You know, when, when it comes to the to to the word, or I'm hearing the word because I'm like, ooh, you know, look at God. I love you know hearing. His works. I love, you know, hearing his wonders, and, and you know, I be like, wow, you know, it always do that to me. You know what I mean? Like, but one thing about our father, obviously, guys, you know, it is childlike because look how, even in our mistakes, how he continued to um, forgive us and you know get get us up and show us how to do it again and show us how to do it again. Even if you know, it's just all that is the childlike mentality to me when I think about it, like how our father, how my father came to help me, you know, uh, when I fall or when I, you know, told me 
this over and over again, but it's not processing. It's not processing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, how he got to repeat it and show it to me in different ways so I can get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, mm-hmm. that, that's how, like, too, I feel how our father, you know, um, um, continue to bring us closer to him, you know, to understand mm-hmm. our, our purpose and what he's, what he's telling us, you know, what he's telling us. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love, I like that childlike part. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm so <laughs> no, that's good. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you got to be like that. teaching the Come children. On, talking to the children about God. I love doing that. I love talking to yeah. the kids about God because you can, you know, it, it's just something about it. It's a, I, get, I get out of it. Of that, of how they would be really looking, and even how you could tell they're not paying attention, they're just looking like, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, keep that childlike faith. Who was that, Dee Dee, that was speaking up? Yeah, I know, I sound like a man, but you know, <laughs> fighting this little ugly bronchitis and an inner ear infection. But um, oh. thank you so much this morning. I was laying there listening, and you even took me back. Um, thinking about that childlike faith and for me, you know, being the youngest child and with my father, my my earthly father would always promise stuff and I'm laughing thinking about it because even with the broken promises sometimes and when you mentioned like I think it was one time he said, I know um I'm I'm about to age myself, but when Great America, y'all, was first built <laughs> I remember Dad was like, Okay, so we're going to go to Great America. So I'm telling, like you, I'm telling all my friends. And, like, he didn't say your friends. He just said, you know, we're going to go. And I'm not a roller coaster person anyway, so it ain't like I was going to ride anything. The devil, the drugs, <laughs> whatever that that uh, first roller coaster thing they had. But anyway, um, just thinking about that and even as, as trusting as we should be as children, I'm, I'm trying to um, wrap it up together because, even times when things didn't work out as a child, you know, we're trusting um, parents or we're trusting people to to do what they say, even like, you know, for instance, coming to pick you up and then do it. To still trust beyond that, that's kind of how I look at um, faith. It, even things that we, we look beyond what we can't see, like, like trusting God to do what we need him to do, and it may not look like it, you know what I'm saying, in the natural, but he's done it, or at least we know that he can. So to continue to trust and know, and like you were talking about, um, when I guess apprehending somebody, and you got to know that you've seen them, put it in the pocket and know where it is, all that stuff, that's the thing thing with faith sometimes. It's like trusting God even though it doesn't look like it on this side, if that makes any sense. So even me growing up Mm -hmm. and having some things that didn't come to be, to not let go of that faith. and tr- You know what I mean? So it's like to still have childlike faith at 51, really still trust God, even though things don't come turn out the way that I might want them. God is God, and he's good. And so to really, to really have faith, because I say a lot of times we talk, and I keep saying that because I'm learning so much in this season, that faith is an easier talk than it is a walk. Because I don't care how yeah. next you are in the Word, you can know all 66 books in the Bible. And I hear people say, keep your faith, keep your faith. But when things are going on, 
it's easy to say it, but you got to really walk in it. So I love you, brother. And I always, always, when I know you're going to speak, it's just because you're a teacher. And so I love um, the way that you, you declare. And I love you and I thank God for you. Thank you. Love you as well. Uh, I'll pray for your, your uh, healing and getting better. And yeah, that's exactly it. You know, you got to keep that childlike faith, knowing that. Uh, Believing and trusting that something's going to happen, even though you don't have proof and evidence. And I can relate to that. I would have, when my uh, mom or somebody um, said something was going to happen, I started inviting my friends. So and so, going so so. You want to go too? You going too? Yeah, all of us. We going too. We going because that's what she said. We going so. Yeah, I was going to bring people. <laughs> hey, Marcus, have a whole band load of people. <laughs> you said that ain't what I told you. <laughs> Uh-huh, yeah. Hey, Brother Marcus, you know what I was just thinking about? As Didi was talking, as you were talking, especially when you were talking about your daughter, I mean, I'm, we all can relate to that. Even as kids, we disappointed in some kind of way uh, by our parents saying they're going to take us somewhere or do something they haven't done it. And I'm just thinking about, you know, just again about how God says to come as a mm-hmm. child and how as a child, we're so trusting, you know. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I, I was just thinking about that comes out if we come to God as a child, you know, we also continue to uh, to issue out that forgiveness card, you know, because no, no matter how many times our people fail us, you know, those people in our life fail us, especially when you're young. You continue to trust what they say they're going to do, and you also forgive them for their past <laughs> Disappointments, you know. <laughs> so, so in being a child coming to God, you know, is you not, you not only exhibit faith, but you also forgive. You also uh, issue forgiveness continuously, you know, almost like that seventy times seven until you get older and just realize, you know, you just get tired of it and 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 stop. But when you're young, you just keep pushing those two things out. So that's from, I got a revelation um, just listening when you said about your about your child because I can I remember you know like I said all of us at some point can remember being disappointed. Yeah, absolutely, definitely. Um, yeah, it, it, the forgiveness part as well. They forgive easy. They're resilient. They bounce back, which is one reason, um, like you said, over time it becomes like ah, oh, I ain't believing no more. Um, we, I just thought about this as well. We have to be careful um, how we treat children um, and how we make promises to them because we can affect their faith and their ability to believe later on or people that we know that are trusting. You know, we have to be careful how um, we, I guess, treat their faith or, you know, their belief and trust in us when we meet someone even. And they believe that we're a good person or believe that, you know, they can trust us. You have to know that um, we, have to, we, have to, we have to honor their trust and, and treat them delicately because if they're trusting in us to, to you know, to, to do what we said and be a person of our word, um, we can be responsible for that person's faith being affected by our inability to keep our word and do what we said, you know, act like we said we would act or be how we were supposed to be. So, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just adding that as well. 
Good stuff, good stuff. Anyone else have anything? Good morning. Good morning. How you doing, Mark? This is Brother Eric. Doing uh, well, you saw. I'm doing fine, doing fine. Just just to piggyback on, you know, I guess this thing we're talking about the childlike faith. I was listening to what you and uh, uh my little sister Didi said, uh, you know, when, when when you know your parents gave you a promise, you started writing. You know, everybody said, Hey, you wanna come too? And I was just thinking, and then how our testimony is supposed to be, our evangelism is supposed to be, because God has promised us something infinitely more better than, than Disneyland, or infinitely more better than uh, uh, Great America. And, 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 and like a child, you know what I'm saying? Something about a child that, that likes to share when they, when, when they have something that's, that's good, you know, hey, you want to come along? I, I was just thinking, isn't that what we're supposed to be doing? You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm, I'm, you know, my father said I'm going, I'm going to the, uh, the promised land. I'm going to heaven. Hey, you want to come along? Well, this is what you need to do. So I just, just, um, I just thought about that too. And you know, I, I thought about too that if, you know, if if you're ever privileged to go to um, Israel, and you see a bunch of children like you know, cause they got big families in in, in Israel. They always call their father Abba. It's like daddy or dada. You know what I'm saying? It's, real, it's a real intimate term. And, you know, I was just struck by the fact that when Jesus told his disciples, you know, this is how you pray, you know, Abba, you know what I'm saying, father. You know, not just father in the formal term, but, but, but daddy in the way the child dresses their father. So it's just something uh, that's just uh, typical. But uh, God bless you, man, and great declaration. Amen. I, t- I agree with you. Appreciate that. Yeah. Um, we definitely should have. <clears throat> we should have that in our evangelistic. Um, be evangelistic in that way where we invite people to come and join us. Hey, but that's when you believe. That's when you, you really have faith. If you have faith in something, you don't, you're not selfish with it. You want other people to, to enjoy it and see it and, and experience it just as well. Um, because that's what faith and belief does for you. Um, yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Anybody else want to chime in? Have anything else? Before we close it out. Good morning, it's Tamisha. Thank you. Thank you for the declaration. I was um I love hearing stories and so when you um I think somewhere um in there and I'm trying to remember because I got so much good stuff just from listening to everybody. Um uh where it was like um I guess you said that Jesus seemed like he didn't care or was like, Yeah, he's sick or something like that. Like, um, like, I was thinking that um, when I heard that, the thing that came to me was like, um, I'm like, you know, God, mom, you know, yeah, yeah, your mom, yeah, your mom in prison, mm-hmm, yeah, your brother in jail, mm-hmm, yeah, they, yeah, of course this person is gonna talk talk about you. And when I thought about it, I was just like, um. Well, because 
God not worried because he already knows the outcome. So it's like, yeah, 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 you sick, all of that, and he know the outcome. But sometimes, I sometimes, and I'm, you know, I'm not perfect, so I do wonder if God cares. Um, and so it's just, but then I also just have so much belief that that I have to just have faith that that my mama be set free, that my brother be set free, and that the person who would talk about me would be also set free. Um, and so I just, I got out of that was just like, it's not that, I just feel like good right now because I feel like I'm walking away with a sense that like, it's not that God don't care, it's just that he know more than me. <laughs> so I just need to have faith that I'm going to be all right. And so is my mom and my brother. And so I just really feel feel good about that. And when I was thinking about children, I was just thinking about how I have a, a granddaughter and um, my, you know, she always getting into stuff. And my son be like, she going to fall if you let her um, do that. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah she is. <laughs> But she gon' you know, she gon' learn and we here, so if she fall we could pick her up. Um and so I was just um thinking that she could explore freely and take them chances because I feel like in some ways she kinda know we there. And so um I'm just grateful that I have enough faith to like, like, of course, like I said, I'm not perfect, so sometimes I wonder, but, but then I just, I just know, I, I know that God is there, and I just have to, to continue to believe that. So, thank you so much. Yeah, no problems. Thank you for contributing that. That's that's good stuff. Yeah. Um. That's exactly what it's like. He knows the outcome. He knows more than us. He knows where it's going. Great way to put it. And and just like you, I have that sense as well, like as a parent. You know, I'm like, my my daughter came to me the other day. My older daughter came to me the other day and was talking some things. And it seemed like I didn't care because I was just like, yeah, you'll be fine. Like, How can you say I'll be fine? No, you'll be fine. You'll be okay, you know. And she had to come back to me later and be like, oh, yeah, you were right. So, but, yeah, God God knows. He knows the outcome. He, he knows what's going to happen. So that's why he's not so quick to, oh, let me jump in and do this and let me do what you think I should do. No, no, no. You need to trust the process and trust that I am God and that I know, you know what to do and when to do it. So that's good stuff, good stuff. Anybody else have anything before we close it out? Well, God bless you all. It's a wonderful Friday. Um, We are ready to, I don't know about anybody else, but I'm ready to conquer the day, and I'm ready to to apply my faith to um, situations that I've been kind of looking at and saying that's impossible. I'm I'm ready to, to say God's got it, and I believe it and I trust him. So hope you are as well. 
Um, we have uh, um, any any announcements before we close it out? There will be um, Friday Night Live tonight if you guys want to join in at 6. Amen. 6 o'clock. Friday Night Live. Be on the call. Same number. Yes. Uh, also this Saturday night, um, there was a faith-based movie called Breakthrough, which was a great family movie. We we're going to be showing it at our church. Anybody who wants to come. Uh, Saturday night. Amen. Uh, 6 o'clock. Uh, Wings of Love. Uh, I think I posted it um, in on the uh, room, but it's, in, it's on MacArthur Avenue, one uh, seven oh seven seven MacArthur Boulevard. Thank you, love. Got it. So bring you bring your kids and everything. All right, we'll check the post in the victory room. Everybody that um, heard that, we definitely want to support and be there and experience that for sure. God bless you all. Have a great day. And be blessed and remember that um, faith is a factor and something important for you. Have a great day. Love you all. Have a great day. Love you. Love you too. That was good. Have a blessed day.